everybody this is dv and this is in defense this show is going to talk about my experiences in the last 16 years working in prisons now i cannot name where i work i can't name you know the 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 inmates and the stories that you'll hear in the situation the names will be changed i gotta do these things because well who wants to get in trouble right it's kind of why I do what I do. So I've been working at this for 16 years and it, it has been it has been crazy. I started off at a penitentiary and it was a very, very crazy place to be at. I had just gotten back from Iraq and I got picked up. And the funny story is that I tried to get picked up at another DLC and I was fresh back and I took their psychological and my vet brothers and sisters don't understand this. Um, yeah, I wasn't ready two weeks back from over there to be taking any psychologicals. So, yeah, I didn't do so well. The sergeant told me, hey, uh, yeah, you didn't pass the psychologicals. So I was like, damn, well, I'm already here looking for houses and stuff and I, I can't. And then I get this call from this other place and they're like, Hey, you're hired. And I was like, great. You know, it was within 10 minutes of each other. I mean, who could time that that good? So fast forward. Now I'm 16 years in. I've had all these stories in here. Some good, most pretty graphic and bad. And I'm going to tell these stories. Hopefully you'll, you'll, find enjoyment on them now some of them you know maybe i'll push a little bit of the event but it they happened they definitely happened so i hope you like these stories and in to work i remember you i walked in went through the metal detector got my stuff and i knew what unit i had to go into this unit was known as the bar. It smelled like fermenting alcohol the whole time. Like 24 seven, seven days a week, it smelled like kicker. Now, for those of you that don't know what kicker is, kicker is a mash that the inmates make. They make a mash with fruit or just about anything sweet that they could do so that it can, it rots and it creates alcohol. Now, that's kind of the simplistic way to, to put it, but basically it's rotten fruit, rotten potatoes, rotten whatever that ferments. And when they boil this and they'll boil it and they'll, they'll kind of strain it and, and the, 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 basically they'll take the, the proof out of it. You know, the alcohol go into another cup and that's what they drink it. Some of them drink it with a mixed kicker in it. You know, and that's usually the cheap, considered the cheap alcohol. The other stuff is called lightning. And certain groups do it the best. I found that um, the white boys definitely knew how to make them uh, that pruno. But anyway, as I walked in, that's all you smelled. I was looking up and around. The noises, the noises everywhere. 
I was a rookie. They knew I was a rookie. They could smell the milk on my mouth. <laughs> they knew that I was a rookie. So I walk in and you know what? Never let them see you sweat. I grew up pretty hard between, you know, in Brooklyn, New York and, and uh, some streets in, in California. And, you know, that was a long story. Maybe I'll tell you one day, but it sharpened me. And then I was involved in gangs at one point. So, you know, I, I was, uh, I wasn't really scared, but I was, I was definitely taken back by all of it, everything that was going on. And so I walk up and I'm, I'm taking every single step and I'm like thinking, Jesus, these dudes are like, you know, you got, I know I got dudes that are straight up killers in here. You could see it. You know, another killer when you see him. So I go and I throw my bag in the in the um, officer station, go in, and relieve the dude that was there. Dude takes off and and it's mine. Then it's just me and 150 inmates. Each pod had 150 inmates. So it's me and 150 inmates. So I went ahead and... Um, Kind of just decided I'm not going to stay in my office. Did some quick little writing on my, well, yeah, that we actually wrote in our log entries. That was how old I am. So please, for those of you that, that use computers now and stuff to log in your entries, don't hit me on that. So anyway, I decided to go ahead and log in these entries. I logged in some quick, hey, I'm here, blah, blah, I walk out. And then all of a sudden, these guys are a little more quiet. As I walk out amongst them, I decide I want to go ahead and go see what the lions were doing. So I start walking by every cell on the bottom tier, looking in, walking by, looking in. This dude's in there doing whatever. What's that dude doing? I was just kind of scanning, scanning my unit. And... It was, it was crazy because they were watching me the whole time. So I would come by certain doors and all of a sudden I would hear hoo-doo-hoo or some crazy noise out of these fools. And um, I knew later that that meant something was going on. During the time, I just thought the motherfuckers were bored. You know, so I, I, I went ahead about my business, making my round in my unit. Because they told us, hey, you got to make it round. You got to stay solid. So I did just that. And I ran into this inmate. And he was the coolest slick dude you can imagine. Now, this dude was a pimp. I found this out later. But he was very, very smooth, man. The dude was always like he was Colt 45, had the hair and everything. Now, I know I've dated myself. But. You know, those of you understand that this dude, if, if that was cool in the, in the dictionary, this was this fool. So for the sake of, of, of keeping animos or not animosity, anonymity, I'm going to go ahead and call him inmate Jake. So inmate Jake was like, hey, what are you doing? He had this scrapey voice. Hey, man, how you doing, bro? You look new. And I was like, well, yeah, I am new. 
but um, I got a job to do, right? He goes, yeah, yeah, man. So you know about music? And I was like, why the fuck does he want to know about my music? But I played along. I said, yeah, I know about music. I, you know, I started talking about Blue Magic. I started moving the stylistics. I started busting out some badass jams from my time. And man, this dude, because I kind of figured this dude would know about it. So I, I went ahead and just started talking about this. And he was telling me back how this group, that one. And then he told me about this guy. He was like, hey, hey, you got to try this, brother. You got you to gotta look up Johnny Guitar Watson. I was like, who? He was like, yeah, you got to look up Johnny Guitar Watson. And I was like, Johnny Guitar Watson, are you out your mind? But whatever. Anyway, he said, yeah, look that up and hit me in the morning. It's like, okay, cool. No big deal. Me and Jake's was a trip. Me and Jake's was the trip. So I kept walking. And I come up on these Southsiders. Mexican Southern California games, for those of you that don't understand. They're called Southsiders. These guys go under the Mexican mafia. They, uh, they're the soldiers for them. So I ran into these two guys. And I'm, I'm in the corner of the unit. They were like A-shaped type units. So I'm, I'm in the corner of the unit at this point. And they're like, what's up, Holmes? And, you know, I understand that language because... You know, I kind of grew up with Mexicans and got involved with all that. So I understood what what's up. So I said, okay, I'll play this game. What's up, Holmes? Everything good? I said, you getting yourself in trouble? And they were like, no, I said, just chilling and, and, and just, you know, hanging out, homie. Because, you know, where you from? I said, what do you mean where I'm from, dude? I said, don't you see the uniform? <laughs> That's where I'm from. I mean, it'd been a long time since he was asking me what gang I was from. He wasn't really asking me. He was asking me what gang I was from. And that was kind of stupid. But I know that he knew that I had that history. So he continued. Yeah, Holmes. So, uh, you know, you're Latino. And I'm Latino, homie. So um, when you see things. You know, you don't really see them because, you know, we're, we're Latinos, right? We help each other out. <laughs> I, I That's pretty much how I laughed. And I said, look, homeboy, check this out. And I got right in his face. And I said, look, I don't give Latino discounts, homie. That's not, that's not how I roll. I said, everybody's going to get treated equally. That's not going to, that's not me, homes. So if that's what, exactly what you wanted out of me, I said, you're in trouble. And he was like, oh, so you're a buster? <laughs> now, those, those of you know, when you get called a buster, those are some fighting words. But, of course, that's, I'm a professional now. I'm a law enforcement officer. So I can't go ripping this fool's neck off. But I was like, you know what, homie? I said, there is a man under here. So you could keep running your neck, but there's a man under here. And I just want you to know that. You keep disrespecting the man. I'm going to say, fuck this uniform. And he was like, oh, oh, I'm scared. And I said, well, you take it as you want. But I'm making my rounds and doing my thing. And you keep running your neck. We're going to have we're going to have to talk. Oh, whatever, whatever. You're going to hit your alarm. You're going to hit your alarm. 
I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to alarm. Now, what he meant by alarm is your body alarm. So you have a safety on you that you hit if you're, you're in trouble or, you know, you're fighting with an inmate or whatever. And you hit that for backup. Anyway, I, uh, I kept walking. I'm thinking, geez, I just met this pimp from Oregon, Mr. Jakes, who gave me, we talked about music and all kinds of stuff. And then I walk up to freaking Essay over here, and Essay wants to know where I'm from and, and trying to get Latino discounts after he hits me up. Oh, man. This is going to be an interesting career. What am I going to do with this? So as I'm walking the tier, I hear the announcement. Get prepared for the 4 o'clock count. So for, for those of you that don't know, you got to count these inmates for accountability. So you got to make sure they're there because if they're not there, there's a problem. You know, they're not uh, supposed to leave prison. That's kind of the, the point of it. Right. So, you know, it was the first time I had done that. So I'm like, count time, count time. I'm screaming count time to these people. They ain't moving. Count time, count time. They ain't moving. They're still watching their damn TV. Why? Because I was a rookie and I didn't have any, I, these guys didn't know me from Adam, so they were going to do what they did, and they were they were going to get to count when they wanted to. So I went to the first door, and I said, count time, and I, you know, I was getting ready to lock it. And dude shows up all slow, walks up, looks at me, and just keeps walking in. So I locked that door. And another starts showing up, and I locked that door. So as I'm walking, these dudes are starting to show up at the door and lock up, right? But they're doing it on their own time. I'm having to wait till these dudes got from their microwave or freaking telling their girl how much they love them or their boy, how much they love them, whatever. You know, they, there's all different persuasions. So they all get in. And, and so I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, not cool. One of them decides he's not going to get out. He's going to be on the phone. And. He tells me, hey, I'm going to be on the phone. You can see me out of council. No big deal, right? Well, yeah, because they're supposed to be in their cells. And I'm supposed to count them standing up. But this fucker thought, well, you know, he can see me. I'm on the phone. He could count me from here. I start locking these doors, start locking these doors. And this fucker just does his thing. It's like, okay, okay, cool. Now, I didn't know all the rules of the game and stuff, but. I know how to, I got jokes. So I lock everybody up and this fool's still on the phone. So I call up on the radio, get those phones cut. He gets mad. Motherfucker, this is my phone. I was talking to my woman, la, 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 la. I says, count time, motherfucker. And he goes, well, open my cell. I walk casually over to the shower, which has this gate in it. You can secure them in the shower. I walk over to the shower and I open it. And he looks at me, bewildered. Like, what the fuck? I said, yeah. You're going to make me wait, huh? I said, well, you know, I'm not in that area to open that door. So you're going to come over here and you're going to wait. Well, those showers, you know, usually they got their water on and it's kind of warm or whatever. But it had been off for a while. Then nobody had taken a shower and it was cold. It was still kind of a little bit wet and cold and nasty to stand on 
especially with your, you know, you're over there with your sneakers and stuff and you weren't really shower or whatever. So they don't like to kind of stand there. So I put him in there and he's like, this is some bullshit. CO, this is bullshit. Oh, I got to tell you, bullshit CO was the thing that you, every, I mean, these motherfuckers said bullshit CO like it was a thing to do. So anyway, I went, I checked it out and, um, you know, everything was clear. Started doing my count with my count, the guy who's backing me and we're doing this count. And he's like, wait a minute, there ain't nobody in the cell. So I look over and I point over and that dude's sitting there just mad as fuck in the shower. So I start counting all of them, counting all of them, bam, 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 get over to the shower. And I said, name and number, da, 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 da. Gave me his name and number. He was pissed. Look at me in my fucking cell, man. What the hell, man? This is some bullshit. I said, stop talking. It's count time. You're going to make me forget my count. So we get we get done with the count. And right after the count, they call for my unit to go to mainline, which is to go to child for the night for uh, that meal. They call. Well, I walk away. I have to get to the door. I have to let these inmates out. They just called for them. So I get to the doors and open these guys up. And then I get over to the main door and I open it up and I said, cheers. And these motherfuckers just went running out, go get their chow. And I stood out there and I shook the inmates down, doing my freaking thing on the front of the unit, not just minding my own business. And out of the corner of my ear, I'm hearing, hey, hey, bro, what the fuck? And I could hear from the distance, hey, bro, what the fuck? Oh, I'm here. What the fuck? I'm hungry. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I could hear, I think I thought I heard something, but I was out there and guys were coming in and I was shaking down. And then you hear, you know, after a while, got to be a good, I don't know, maybe about a half hour. You hear last call for mainline, last call for mainline. And I walk in the unit and he's hollering and I walk over slowly over to him and I said, oh my God. I must have forgot you were in there. Oh, oh my God. It click. I open up the door and I say, hey, man, you might want to get to chow. They're about to close it. He was motherfucking this, motherfucking that. He was angry and just walked up out of there, just pissed the fuck off and, and went over to chow. Well, I'll end this one with this. At the at time, when it was time to lock up again for the night, and I said, count time. They were all ready to go in their cells. Nobody pulled some bullshit like that. So it ended up working. That was a hell of a day. And that was in defense. I hope you enjoyed that. That story. I got plenty more. You take care. And remember to thank some boys in blue. <laughs>